Welcome to Con Café for the ninth day of January, year of our Lord, 2023. I pray this finds you well and enjoying all the blessings of God as we get together to study God's Word, to listen to what it might be that God would have us hear. And this coming Sunday, we're going to be looking at John chapter 1, verses 29 to 42. And I'm reading it in the New International Version of the Bible. I pray this bring a blessing to you. May it help you and guide you and strengthen your walk with the Lord Jesus Christ. In fact, the devotional is called Jesus is the One. Jesus is the One. And I tell you, friends, if you don't know Jesus as the One, I'm glad you're here. And I pray this bless your, your walk with the Lord and help you understand how important, how powerful, how loving, how caring, how everything Jesus is for the ones who believe him and trust him. So if you're ready, Lord, prepare our hearts, our minds, and spirits. Let us be in an attitude of worship and in a spirit of receptivity to receive what God would share with us from John chapter 1, verses 29 to 42. Verse 29. The next day, John saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Look, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world. This is the one I meant when I said, A man who comes after me has surpassed me because he was before me. I myself did not know him, but the reason I came baptizing with water was that he might be revealed to Israel. Then John gave this testimony, I saw the Spirit come down from heaven as a dove and remain on him, and I myself did not know him. But the one who sent me to baptize with water told me, The man on whom you see the Spirit come down and remain is the one who will baptize with the Holy Spirit. I have seen and I testify that this is God's chosen one. The next day, John was there again with two of, of his disciples. When he saw Jesus passing by, he said, Look, the Lamb of God. When the two disciples heard him say this, they followed Jesus. Turning around, Jesus saw them following and asked, What do you want? They said, Rabbi, which means teacher. Where are you staying? Come, he replied, and you will see. So they went and they saw where he was staying and they spent that day with him. It was about four in the afternoon. Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, was one of the two who heard what John had said and who had followed Jesus. The first thing Andrew did was to find his brother Simon and tell him, We have found the Messiah, that is the Christ. And he brought him to Jesus. Jesus looked at him and said, You are Simon, son of John. You will be called Cephas, which, when translated, is Peter. This, dear friends, is the word of God for the people of God. And we say thanks be to God. Well, good day, dear friends. Thank you for joining. I pray this indeed bring you God's rich blessings during this day and all days. I thank you. You have been faithful in praying for all who have asked prayer of us. And sometimes I wonder, gosh, am I bothering these people so much with so many prayer requests? But the answer is no, because people know that you and me and others are praying. And when they say praying, we pray. 
And so God is answering prayers. And for that reason, we get all the prayer requests and prayer updates that we have. I got an update on my neighbor, Hector Cruz, from his wife, who said that the infection is not only on his stitches, but also in his stomach as well. So a few days in the Veterans Hospital in San Antonio will be necessary. Let's pray that God give Hector the healing and strength and that Terry would find peace and calm as she is, is at his bedside. May God bless you and your near needs, dear friend. Pray for one another. Pray for the needs of the world. How do you know who someone is? More importantly, how do we know that Jesus is the one? Several years ago in Leon Springs, Texas, at one of the first Rudy's barbecue locations, my family and I were in line awaiting to place our order. And I saw a woman who to this day, I believe to be Sandra Bullock. She was alone and awaited her order. She smiled at us and in typical dad fashion, I whispered to the family, that's Sandra Bullock. The chorus from my daughters was, no, it's not, followed by it can't be. And resolved to go and ask, and they said, no, dad, leave her alone. <laughs> and to this day, I am sure in my heart that I saw in person one of our greatest actresses and one of my favorites, Sandra Bullock. She does or did own a home in Austin at the time and was, I believe, in San Antonio filming Miss Congeniality. And she is a big fan of Texas barbecue. Now, we don't have that problem with Jesus. We know who Jesus is because we have the word of God. We have faith. We have the Holy Spirit that guides us and helps us in understanding who we need to know and how Jesus is real and a part of our lives. Friends, Jesus is the one and only. John knew him, of course, because they were related, but in the spirit, in the spiritual realm in which they were now ministering, John needed to hear again from the Holy Spirit as to who Jesus truly was. He knew him to be, once the Spirit spoke to him, the one who was going to be the Messiah. He knew the purpose of Jesus, and he said it so that those disciples could hear it. Look, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world, because Jesus is the sacrificial Lamb of God, whose very life he was willing to give on our behalf. And it was John's proclamation that gave two of his own disciples, two of John the Baptist's disciples, heard Jesus say, look there, or heard John say, Look, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. And so they followed him. And as happens in the Bible, one of the two who joined Jesus and who asked his brother to come and meet Jesus had his name Chase. It was Andrew, one of the two that uh, are not specifically mentioned here by name, or the second one wasn't. And Andrew goes and tells Jesus, come, we found the Messiah. And when he meets Jesus, Jesus changes his name. Simon becomes Cephas, meaning rock, but pronounced Peter, indicating the role that Peter would have in this entire movement and ministry. Friends, Jesus is the one on whom we can rely and in whom we place our faith. 
Jesus is not only the reason for the season, as we said over and over during Christmas, but the reason for the existence of the church. The church is the rock on which we build our faith and in which we can use to reach those who have not yet met him. That is the job of the church. And you and me, friends, we are the church. We are the ones that Christ is counting on to do his will. That last sentence reminded me of one of the most powerful retreats I ever attended or had been a part of. And that was a long, long time ago, but it's one I will never forget. It was a 72-hour retreat filled with unexpected surprises and blessings. And at the very close of the retreat, men who had become dear brothers during these 72 hours presented me with a nice iron cross or pewter cross <laughs> with the words, Christ is counting on you as they placed it around my neck. And that was also written on the cross. Our response at that moment on receiving that cross was to say, and I am counting on Christ. Let's pray. Loving Lord, I and the person reading this prayer are counting on you as we know you are counting on us. There's a worldwide need to trust you and to come to you, and with your guidance and peace, we will be faithful and fruitful. Guide us and bless us. In Christ Jesus' strong name we pray. Amen. Dear friend, thank you for joining us. I pray if this has blessed you, you will share this blessing with others. I pray you have a great and blessed day in the Lord. Here's your call to action. Count on Christ in a way that helps others count on him too. You can do it. People are watching us and they're learning from us. Receive my blessings of joy and peace. May the Lord bless you and keep you. Please know that I love you and I thank God for you. Amen.